Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi there. Hey. Hey. I wish we could change the brightness on these screens. We tried last I time. I have my computer set to black and white. We have to introduce ourselves. I'm Lisa. I'm Olivia. I'm concussed. This is Nutritional Yeast, as always. The love episode. <laughs> Again. It's Valentine's Day week. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, Jackson was actually asking. He was like, why are you guys doing it this week and not next week? And I was like, so we can talk about expectations this week and yeah. lockdowns next week. Exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> this is the pre-Valentine's Day episode, and the next one will be the post-Valentine's Day episode. And I think those are inherently different episodes. Yeah, yeah. love and then defeat. Disappointment. Disappointment. I'm just kidding. Or, I don't know. If you have no expectations going into it, then... Actually cannot be disappointed this Valentine's Day due to the uh, $23 Grillo's pickles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think that, like... Given my last two Valentine's Days, or my just my last one, maybe this one, I like I can't be disappointed. What was last one? Last one. Let me oh tell you. Oh my god! You. Yeah, you went. You were in New York. Let me tell you. Well, I've been. Okay. Fun fact: I've been in New York for the last two Valentine's Day for very different reasons. Um, two huh. years ago, I escaped Dartmouth and went to New York for Valentine's Day because I could simply not bear to be. I totally forgot in about Hanover that. for Valentine's Day. I forgot Day. about that. Um, specifically at Bonesgate Fraternity Delta, for Boys and Men um, Valentine's Day semi, and I was like, I would be rather be anywhere else than that. So did you just go by yourself? I visited Cecily, my roommate. Oh, yeah. My oh, I remember this now. In New York, had a wonderful weekend. Yeah. So much fun. No men, just um, vibes. No men, just vibes. And then last year, I was living in New York for the winter. Is it hot in here? It is hot it's in here. It's hot in here, right? It's hot in here. Okay. But last winter when I was living in New York, I was active on Hinge, as one is. Um, and I was asked on a date by one of my matches. And he's like, hey, do you want to, like, get lunch tomorrow? And tomorrow was Valentine's Day. And I was like, honestly, bold of him. Like, good for him for asking. Like, I'm going to say yes. Um, so our plan was to go to this really cool gallery that I'd found mm -hmm. and, like, get coffee and walk around, like, East Village. Um, so I show up. First of all, he does not really look like his pictures. He's... They never do. He's not very cute. They never do. And I'm like, okay, well, at least he's tall. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the question. Is, at is least he cute or can I just not see his face? Um, well, I can see his face. So, well, well it was also, <laughs> um, but we start talking and... I swear to God, this is the most boring person I've ever <laughs> spoken to. Like, it was crazy. It felt like an out-of-body experience where I was just, like, watching from above, like, seeing, like, me, who, like, I don't know, I think I'm a pretty interesting, fun person, yeah. just, like, leading this conversation. Yeah, you're the this, crown jewel. Exactly. I am the crown jewel. And this man just offering absolutely nothing. Crumbs. Like, we went to this Less gallery. Nothing. Damn. Um, no crumbs were left. Mm. We went to the gallery, and he was like... It's like, like, do you ever, like, just, um, just stare at a painting <laughs> for, like, ten minutes? And like I was, some of the people in our and I was like, like, and I was like, honestly, no, I don't. Like, I, I can't focus on something for that long. And he's like, I well, have severe undiagnosed <laughs> yeah. ADHD. And he's like, he's like, what painting would you just, like, look at for ten minutes? And, what and did I was he like, say? well, he asked me that. And I was like, Bessie, yeah. I literally just told you that I don't do that. So I, like, made something up. Yeah. But he, like, he, like, had worked at, um... I think he worked at, like, the Met. Like, objectively, like, should have been a cool guy, but just yeah. wasn't. Like, at one point, we were talking about music, and, yeah. like, I was telling him what, like, I was listening to, and he's like, he's like, yeah, like, I just don't really get the Grateful Dead. Like, even when I smoke, I just, like, don't get it. I was gonna say, have you tried smoking? <laughs> no, he's like, I just don't get it. And then he kept, like, the entire conversation we had was just, like, us, like, um, one second, um, this is the that worst was photo such a I've picture. Let me finish this sentence. Okay, finish your sentence. Um, he kept just being like, 
oh, like, have you been to this place? And I was like, no, like, I just moved to New York. Like, yeah. I've only lived here during COVID for the last month. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, well, have you been to this place? I'm like, no, I have not, because I've been here for I a month. Because I just moved and to New York, and I've been here deep month. COVID. Yeah. Like, none of these places are open. He's like, oh, but what, what about, like, I went to this place. Have you been there? I'm like, no. <laughs> and so I literally... We like went to the gallery and we were supposed to get coffee afterwards and I was like, I need to go right now. And he's like, are you like, what? I'm sick. And I was like, I need to go home. Like I have a long walk. And he's like, um, okay. Like what way, like what direction are you walking? And like, whichever way you are. No, literally. I was like, oh, what way are you going? And he's like, I'm going this way. I was like, oh, bummer. I'm going the other way. He definitely got the hint, but I was just like, it was an out of body moment where I was like, I am objectively so much like more interesting, so much cooler, so much more attractive than this person. Like, what am I doing? And then I had to walk home. The dangers of catfishing. Well, he wasn't a catfish. He just like, I don't know. Yeah. But Something I had to walk right. home past all of these, like, cute New York couples, and just, like, it was tough. Is this a good photo? That is a great photo. <laughs> it looked kind of silly. Let's get it together. I I'm wanted to a take a promo shot. Yeah, because we have the Instagram love filter on. Ew, my quadruple that's chin. That's a terrible picture. I think I that's the point. It. Anyways, um, yeah, so that was my last Valentine's Day. Um, you know, so I think that... This year will probably be better than that. Last Valentine's Day, I entered into an abusive relationship with my cat. That was the <clears> day I got him. No way. That was the day I got him. That was the day you got it him. It was the best Valentine's Day gift ever, but also the worst. Also the worst. Wow. Yeah. What a, that's crazy. I it's miss been, him so much. Do you? I do, because guess what? Like, I love him. I love him despite his flaws. Yeah. I love him because of his flaws. <laughs> and that's how you know it's love. Yeah, I just, like, he's, when he wants to be, he's so kind. Yeah. And so perfect and so snug. I just, like, I think I was just talking to Sage about it. I was, like, I need, like, an animal in my house. Mm-hmm. Like, I want a little mouse that can just, like, skitter <laughs> around. Like, a little, or a little hamster that I can mm-hmm. just put in a ball and, like, release what into What about, it. like, um, like a frog? Like a so lizard. Cute. I love lizards. I love, like, like all yeah. animals. Like, I would love, like, a little gecko. When I was a little, little gecko I wanted to get, like, we had a... We had, an, uh, like, in, like, fourth grade, we had, like, a class pet, um, mm. and it was a leopard gecko, and it was just the cutest thing. It's, like, their big bug eyes. Oh, my God. Um, and I took it home for, for winter break, yeah. and that was when it shed its tail. Oh, man. Um, and I thought it was dying, and so I wept, and I wept, and <laughs> oh, I wept. No. And I came back, and it was all kind of, like, fucked up when I brought it back, and I was, mm. like, I killed the gecko. You're, like, I did this. And, like, my fourth grade teacher, Leo, was, like, no, like, girl, you're just... fine. Like, that's just, like, what <laughs> they do. That's what they do. But you know what it is? It wasn't like they were shedding. It was when they get scared, they yeah. lose their tails. They That's drop crazy. their tails because it's a predatory, yeah. it's a predatory yeah. response instinct. And so I think just the moving him from my classroom mm. to my house—it's stressful. So he lost his tail. His tail fell off. It's just gone. You're dead like, ass. And I was like, I Oh my god, him. he's dead. I did this. I like because I saw a lump. Like I, like, I didn't oh, no. see him, and I just oh, saw the oh, lump man. of tail, and I was like. <gasps> That's traumatic. It was so traumatic for a young child. child. And so that's when my mom was like, this is too much. You can't take home any more class pets. You can't be doing this anymore. But I have always, I'm an empath. And so I love animals. (laughs) Yeah, you're an empath. I am an empath. Mm -hmm. You want to know why I'm an empath? Because I started crying yesterday after thinking about the research methods for the, for my bio paper. Because they, it was a, it was a, it was a, I don't like mouse models. It makes me sad. I like, that's why I stopped doing like bio research, but like. Um, the mouse model in the paper yesterday, they were looking at exercise, and so what they did was they basically fasted. They were looking at, like, effects mm-hmm. of, like, fasting or whatever, and I, like, I don't remember yeah. what the fuck, and I was asleep, but, like... Oh, my God, we have so many questions. Yeah. That's so exciting. Um, we we'll get, get to, to those soon. in a second, yeah. but TLDR is, like, they fasted this these mice and then made them run on a treadmill to the point of exhaustion, 
like they made them run until they fell off the treadmill. Mm-hmm. And some of the mice ran a thousand meters. Good for them. That is a lot of meters for a mouse. That's a lot of meters. And just like I felt so bad, like they like probably were so tired afterwards, and they had to keep running until they fell off the treadmill. Like imagine if someone put you on a treadmill and just said run until you fall off. That's what. That's just like abusive. That's what life feels like sometimes. That's just like man. so abusive. Like I obviously understand the point of science, but like that's when I feel like like we we were reading a paper about like mouse models where they grafted human tumors into them, and I was like, those little mice's don't deserve it. Oh man! And I started crying because I kept thinking about how tired those little mice would be. Yeah. I think I'm just on my period, so I was that weepy. But like I was just crying thinking about like they didn't get green smoothies afterwards. <laughs> Not even a green smoothie. They didn't even. They've just that's ran. But the up. worst part was the Anyways. presentation. Sorry. Last thing. Anyway, the presentation included a video. Like normally, oh I try to like not just think about the methods and just think about the results. But there was a clip of these little mice running, and one of them fell no. off the treadmill and like hit the back of the box. It was it, like visually like just a harrowing. Like oh I don't God. understand why. Like that was my critique of the paper. Is I didn't need to see that shit. Like I don't want to know that. Okay, enough about mouse models. Um, Let's get into the juicy details of love. Love. Anything you want to preface? Lust, love, um, all of the above. My thyroid hormone is normal. Oh, you you don't have. I don't have hypothyroidism, so I have no explanation for why I'm depressed and tired, you other know? than just being depressed and tired. And that's... I always never understood why Valentine's Day was in the winter. Like I know it's like a pagan thing. And it's, it's yeah, like, I don't know. But like winter is decidedly the unsexiest month. Oh, I don't it feel is. sexy. No, I feel. Who does? I feel pale. Yeah. I feel fat. Yeah. I feel tired mm-hmm. and cold. Like, this is yeah. not... I don't feel sexy. No, I don't. Like, my skin is dry. Yeah. I've, like, lost my luster. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm wearing, like, turtlenecks and sweaters no. and, like, baggy jeans. Yeah. And I'm just like, don't... like Don't look at me. Don't look don't at me. Don't touch me. Or, like... You can look at me, but, like, you know that I'm not looking my best. No. Yeah, it's bad. Like, it's bad. not the summer. I just feel like it's not, like, I don't feel worthy of love in the winter. Oh, man. Let's unpack I that. feel crusty. It's the lack of vitamin D. It is the lack of vitamin it's D. I've been taking depression. vitamin D and me iron too. supplements. Yeah. I've been taking vitamin D since the fall, and honestly, I think it's helped me quite a lot. Like, I haven't been getting as sick That's as good. I usually do. Like, normally, my immune system... Yeah, you're kind of fucked normally in the yeah. winter. Yeah. And, like, now I haven't gotten sick. I still have never gotten COVID. Not to flex, but knock on wood. Yeah. I mean, so far I haven't. So and that's far, kind so of crazy. Um, so, yeah, the vitamin D's been working. I don't know if it's made me, like, less seasonally depressed. But, like, maybe. Like, I don't know. I've, you seem like you've, you're doing well. Maybe I it's the vitamin like I'm D. I am doing well, honestly. I feel like I'm doing... For a Dartmouth term, I feel like I'm doing okay. For a Dartmouth winter. For a Dartmouth winter. This has been the creme de la creme of Dartmouth winters for me. Yeah. In the sense that it's ass. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like... Yeah. I could use a little more love in my life. Yeah. could That was not all? a dig at Jackson. Couldn't that was we all? <laughs> That was just, like, I could feel... I don't feel, like... I don't feel like I am, like, putting out love into the universe. Yeah. And I don't feel loved by the universe. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. I think, like, just, like, on the theme of Dartmouth winters, like, mm-hmm. I've been reflecting a lot, like, on the last winter I was here and just, like, how crazy that was. Yeah. And, like, it's winter carnival now, like, you know, big Dartmouth week. Oh my god, almost two-year anniversary of my winter concussion. I know. Wow. And, like, thinking back to, like, our last winter carnival, that was the most chaotic, unhinged, like, depraved week of Bad. my life. Like, I was so unwell and just doing, like, dumb shit. And, like, being like, oh, I'm having so much fun, haha. Yeah. And then I was like, no, like, I'm not okay. No. 
and just thinking like I'm, you know, in such a healthy place comparatively. Yeah. Though I do think I'm a little bit back on my bullshit, like in a healthier, like more empowered way. Oh, these sunglasses are polarized. When I turn my head, the screen changes color. Wow. So you want to try this? <laughs> Sorry, you go, you go. In, in a healthier way, you're back on your bullshit. Wait, I isn't that so. cool? That, I, yeah, that is cool. It's cool. cool. Sorry, I love polarized lenses. That's anyway. Neat. Yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit like back out there living my chaotic life and I'm kind of not mad about it. No. But I didn't think I'd be here. But like, the difference is the power structure. Yeah. Now I think that I've realized, and I think that's when one way, like why I'm, I am back on this yeah. is because I've like recently re-realized my power and mm -hmm. just be like, you know what? Might as well use it. Yeah. Might as well use it. Cause I feel like for the last like couple months, I've kind of been feeling like maybe I'm going to settle down. Maybe I'm going to yeah. like stick to myself a little bit more yeah. like, you know, new year, new me. Wrong. And I was I was trying that and now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like Same me. Same me, but like in a healthier, like more mentally stable way, I think. Mm. So that's where I'm at. I need to go through a rebrand is where I'm yeah. at. I am <laughs> feeling like the worst version of myself mm. and I feel like all my good traits are just gone into the ether. And I feel like a shell of myself. I'm sorry. It's okay. This is just like really depressing and definitely like worth. All I can say is that I was on the phone with my therapist mm -hmm. um, and I was calling her instead of Zooming her because it was snowing and I couldn't go in person and mm -hmm. I didn't want to Zoom because my head was hurting. Um, and and when, when we do phone calls and not Zoom calls, she always draws like while like a, picture. like a picture while we're talking and the picture she drew most recently mm -hmm. um is me in a little bubble looking really 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 stressed with little lines coming out of my head and demons swirling around my body mm -hmm. and i think she was right she's onto something she is onto something um, Yeah, you do have to rebrand i was talking to someone recently just about like about me or about rebranding? No, just about, like, life in general and, mm -hmm. like, self-confidence. Yeah. And I think I've definitely, like, said this before. Like, I'm a huge believer in this. But, mm -hmm. like, it's really all about your own attitude about yourself and your life. Yeah. Where we were talking about it where it's, like, if you believe that you are, like, the coolest, hottest, funniest, smartest person in a room. Like, and I am. And you are. Yeah. But, like, once you start believing that about yourself, other yeah. people do, too. Yeah. Because it's, like... If you are telling yourself, wow, I'm so great, like, people are lucky to, like, know me, mm -hmm. like, people want to be friends with me because I'm so great, then, yeah. like, it's true. Yeah. Like, people will kind of read that confidence. That and gravitate, Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that, for me, like, I think earlier in the term, I was feeling like I was kind of in a rut, and I kind of had to, like, shift my mindset a little bit be like, no, like, this rut, like, I can get out of this yeah. if I want to, and I just have to believe that I can and believe that, like, I'm worthy that you have, of like, something more. In that. Right, and that, yeah. like, that, you know, just, like, kind of reconfirming my own, like, self-worth. And I think, I mean, obviously, easier said than done, and, like, there are a lot of other factors as to why you can be feeling in a rut or, like, not, like, your best self, but, like once you kind of reframe as like, okay, I have agency over my life and like I kind of choose how I yeah. move through the world. I think that's something that I've been trying to, you know, remind myself of. It's like, we're yeah. bad bitches. Just mm. gotta, gotta live it. I need to crawl out of that shell. Yeah. I need to crawl out of like the dumpster bag that I've been living in all term. Yeah. Maybe Mark my words. No more concussions might be a good Bro, first step. I would love to not have any more concussions. I would love a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I would love to feel a semblance of control over my health and that my body isn't mm -hmm. my worst enemy. 
Man, okay. <laughs> Speaking of love. Anyway. <laughs> we said maybe a lot we, of things that maybe, talking about love lives maybe at all. Maybe we don't ed- we, we edit that part out. Maybe that we don't post sad. this one on Spotify. Mm, no, it's okay. It's okay. Let it be publicly known. Um, this is, you know, we're public figures. I Like, my bit recently is telling people that I'm a local celebrity. Yeah, because of the show. Because of the show. <laughs> like, people have been listening on Spotify. I don't know who. Actually, think- shout out to Sophia Coker, who just texted oh, me no today way. and was like, hey, I was listening to your show instead of working. That's I really amazing. enjoyed it. How are you? So, alumni connections, yeah. too. We've had, like, 50 streams. Really? Yeah. That's a lot. That's so, crazy. we're on Spotify now if you're missing this episode. Well, yeah. well, if you're listening to it. Then you're not missing it. But if you're listening to it and want to listen to others. Again. Yeah. Or again. <laughs> exactly. If you just want to replay the part where I say, I don't feel control <laughs> over my life over and over and you over. Know, you could do that. Yeah. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on there forever. But yeah, it's very exciting. I was talking to someone who, like, I don't know, like, does music. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, a Spotify. And he's like, damn, I have, like, three followers. And it's like, well. How we, many followers do we, we have? We have 11. <gasps> so. How do you see all this stuff? It's on. Is this on the, like, on RSS the metric? No, it's on the Spotify. Oh, I couldn't finally, figure out how to link my Spotify to it. It's. I think you did. It just took a while to process it because oh, it just showed up for me one day. Okay, we're I'll trying have to, to figure check. it out. Like check. we're not. Work our technical progress. consultant <laughs> is currently studying for the MCAT. So she's taking a hiatus learning. from technical consulting for us. We need to learn how to like audio edit. Yeah, the I buzzing in the back of the episode. It's definitely like. Is it that thingy? Yeah. Mm, we can edit that out maybe. Fix we'll it in post. We'll edit the whole part where I'm like I'm severely depressed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is a threat. And, like, cut that out. <laughs> like, maybe not. Um, Anyways. Questions. Answer love. questions about love. Love. Um, someone asks, can you have a platonic heartbreak when you end a friendship? Oh, my God. Totally. Yes. 100%. I think that friend breakups sometimes hurt even more. Much worse than relationship breakups. Than relationship breakups. Because it's like, with a relationship, I feel like you know that there's always the possibility of it ending. With a friendship, I feel like you don't really think about it that way. Yeah, you can totally get blindsided by that. Yeah, and I feel like I've definitely experienced a lot of, like, friends coming in and out of my life, and that happens naturally, but when it's, like, when when it's, like, very intentional and you have to, like... And it's, like, when it's a close friend that you wouldn't, yeah. like, expect, like, right. that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I've had, like, several friend breakups throughout my time at Dartmouth that have been, like, very, like, formative. Yeah. It hurts. Because I feel like if you're on that level with someone as a friend and yeah. then, like, it ends, it, yeah, no, it sucks. And I think, I think heartbreak is a good word for it. Uh, yeah. Like, no, it is heartbreaking. Yeah. Because it's, like, honestly, you, you have love for your friends and, like, yes, maybe it's a different type of love than, like, for a romantic partner, but yeah. it's still love. Yeah. So that's a good question. Yeah. Um, next question is opinions on Valentine's Day. That's broad. Sucks. It, Yeah. It's the same shit with New Year. It's the same shit with mm. any holiday, period. I th- mm, no, disagree. Certain holidays. I like I love Halloween because I'm always gonna have fun on Halloween. Okay. But like the same I feel like Valentine's Day and New Year's to me are the same thing. Maybe it's because I've never had any like wow, amazing Valentine because I feel like I don't know, anytime that you have a holiday where you're expected to feel a certain way, mm. you put that expectation. It's like your birthday. Yeah. It's like you put this expectation on yourself. And then you're, even no matter what happens, you're always, like, sort of disappointed. Yeah. And then I just feel weird about, like, I don't know, like, I don't, it doesn't suck. That was premature. <laughs> but, like, I feel like I have always, like, put expectations on myself 
that like XYZ is gonna have. Well, the worst part is you put expectations on other people, mm. and those people aren't mind readers, and then you just get disappointed. Like yeah. I just remember one time. Well, the reason that my high school boyfriend and I broke up when we got back together was. I, my Snapchat memories in a couple of days are going to show me <laughs> weeping in the 1902 room oh, because man. he didn't get me flowers because he thought that was patriarchal. Oh, my God. Uh, which says a lot about him. But like, yeah. that was just like, that's like a silly example. But like me putting this expectation, and he was like, I didn't know you wanted me to get you flowers. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You should have gotten me flowers. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't know. Very silly example. Of course, you should have gotten me flowers. But like right. goes to show that you have these expectations for other people that doesn't, if they don't pull through, then you're just kind of disappointed and then mad at yourself for even having that expectation in the first place. Mm. See, for me, I have no expectations of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because that's I, if you're in a relationship. Yeah. I like I've never been in a relationship. Well, period. But especially not on Valentine's yeah. Day. Like I've never I've never been even All in, my breakups happened before Valentine's damn. Day. I've timed a lot of them. Like <laughs> I've never even been in a situation where like I've been seeing someone Yeah. for like a while on Valentine's Day. Like I've, it's always been like either you're like hooking up with someone and it happens to be Valentine's Day or not at no, all. No, not even. Like yeah. like it's never been someone that I'm like hooking up with like consistently mm. enough. Like it's always just like to warrant celebrating. Yeah. So like there's never been a Valentine's Day where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have like a like classic Valentine's Day. Yeah. So for me it's just kind of like an annoying day where I like see lots of posts on Instagram from like all of my friends who are in relationships, which they all are. Yeah. Um and it's just kind of like a fun little reminder that like all my friends are dating people and I'm not. I will not be posting for Valentine's Day. But, like, in general, it's, like, all, you know, people, like, have Valentine's Day plans. Like, it's a a day where, like, you know, that is very much, like, acknowledged. And it's so shoved down your throat by, like, capitalism. Not to be, like, not to say the C word. But I just opened up my Instagram and I saw for Love and Lemons ad. Oh, yeah. Our heart is open. Ever wonder what feeling falling in love is like? Welcome to the for Love and Lemons (laughs) Valentine's Day show. Like, that's a really cute dress. I kind of want this dress. But, like... All this shit that's, like, like marketed around, like, you need to buy this or do this. It goes for every holiday. But especially yeah. for Valentine's Day, I find it's, like, so insidious where you, like, are expected to buy your partner an expensive present or expected mm-hmm. to splurge. Like, I would much rather splurge on, like, a birthday or an anniversary than yeah. it is for Valentine's Day for the yeah. sake of splurging. No, agreed. I feel like, to me, Valentine's Day is, like, a holiday in which I'm a spectator and not an actor. Mm. Like... It's something where I'm, like, I see all my friends be like, what do I get my boyfriend? Like, how do I, like, yeah. get him to get me what I want? Whatever. Like, what? where should we go for dinner? Yeah. And it's something where I'm, like, very much, like, an outside observer. Like, oh, like, offering advice. But yeah. it doesn't feel very relevant to me. Which is interesting. It's never particularly... Like, I would much rather just go out to dinner on a nice... Uh, just yeah. randomly. Because for the sake right. of... Like, I'm going out to dinner tonight. Why? No reason. Just for fun. Like, we right. got a res and we want to go. Like... Right. There's so much more pressure on it. And I agree with what you said about, like, a birthday. Where it's, yeah. like... I love having little parties with my friends, but when it's a little party with my friends for my birthday, then I feel so much pressure because I'm like, this has to be fun, and it's my responsibility to make it fun, and they're here for me. Same shit as, like, if I don't have a good thing on Valentine's Day, what does that say about me and my relationship? Exactly. Where it's like, if it's any other day, then, like, you know. Who cares? Exactly. Low stakes. Make it low stakes. Opinion on Valentine's Day. Um, I actually got a lot of Valentine's Day questions. Um... One, going off of what you said, was um, how do you drop hints, subtle or not so subtle, that you want flowers or anything else? Ah, well, unless your boyfriend is insane, or partner, (laughs) unless your partner is just in fucking sane, 
<laughs> um, and 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 blames not getting flowers on on you. Mm. Um, <laughs> trigger warning. Sorry, the, sen- the subject of flowers is a very sensitive subject for me mm. um, because of that breakup. And yeah. I also just think like I'm someone that like buys myself flowers a lot. Um, and like I love flowers. Like if you ever want to get me anything, get me flowers. Like it'll make my day. Yeah. I think it's like. I would start by just branding yourself as a person who has flowers in their room. Mm. Like, I always will, like, if I go to the co-op or if I go shopping and I see, uh, like, any flowers on sale, I'll buy them. And so people would be like, oh, cool, like, flowers. And, like, that sort of puts in the head that, like, oh, this is a person that likes to have flowers in their room. Mm -hmm. Because, like, sometimes, especially men, side note, buy men flowers. I saw the saddest thing the other day that was, like, men only get flowers, like, on their funeral. That is really sad. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. Like, unless you're, like, in, like, theater or, like, like you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. flowers, like, I don't understand why flowers have to be a gendered thing. Right. I love buying anyone flowers. Like, I will buy Bob Jackson flowers when he was in, yeah. in COVID. Like, buy men flowers. Flowers are lovely. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why flowers have become, like, a female thing. They shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. 100%. Like, make, make flowers gender neutral. But dropping the hints about flowers is it would start by just having flowers in your house so that mm. the, the visual association <laughs> of you and flowers yeah. becomes a thing. And then I think the best way to, like, drop hints is just by doing it first. Like, buy them yeah. flowers. Yeah. If, like, they do well on a test or you're, like, going out to dinner or it's their birthday or something, just get them a bouquet of flowers along yeah. with whatever you're getting. It costs, what, $10, $15 extra if you get, like, the one that's cheap and on sale. It's, yeah. like, not a big deal at all. And then that would then encourage them to reciprocate. And that way you get to... People don't realize how nice it is to have flowers it's until so they're given flowers. It's so lovely. It's so lovely. Yeah. Normalize buying flowers. that also goes back to what we were saying about, like, this shouldn't just be a Valentine's Day thing. Yeah. Like, normalize just doing it for random occasions. Yeah. And then, like, it means more as opposed to being like, oh, it's, like, February it's Valentine's 14th. Day. So that I'm means I need to go buy flowers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, very much, like, gestural as opposed yeah. to, like, meaningful. Yeah, totally. Agreed. Um, another interesting or Valentine's... Just ask. Just, yeah, be like, hey, just ask. flowers. Um, another Valentine's Day question is, how to approach Valentine's Day when you just started seeing someone? Do you celebrate... Ooh. That's a good question. That is a really good question. Just started seeing in, like, just started being official or just started regularly seeing someone? I don't know. I think those are different. Where I, Those I are think, different. I think if you just started seeing someone, like, being official, then yes. Yeah. Like, you should do something for Valentine's Day. If it's, like, you just started seeing someone where it's, like, you've been, like, going on a couple of dates and, like, hooking up for, like, a couple of weeks. Yeah. That's yeah. more ambiguous. I say don't do it. I yeah. say acknowledge it. I think it's always nice to wish someone a happy Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't go out of my way to be like, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Because, right. again, like, that, like, because there's, like, just a set of, like, connotations that is associated with the holiday that mm-hmm. might, like, put pressure on a relationship that is, like, undo. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you don't, like, don't let, like, a holiday dictate the pace with which you're right. moving with someone. Right. Like, if if you're not in a place where you would go, like to a romantic dinner otherwise yeah. doing it for valentine's Don't be day doing is that. weird yeah, yeah exactly it's, like, it's you're not ready for that Exactly. And I think, like, it's, like, it's fine to acknowledge it. Like, don't pretend it doesn't exist. Just yeah. be like, hey, like, happy Valentine's Day. Or, like, oh, yeah. like, I was, like, thinking of you. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Even, like, it, like getting them, like, a little, like... Exactly. The gift-giving is contentious. I'm a big gift-giver. That is, like, my love language. So I would pick up, like, I would get, like, oh, like, I got, like, I, saw, like, saw chocolates and, like, thought of yeah. you or whatever. Or, like, let me, like, buy you, like, a coffee on me. Mm. Like, just something, like, small. Yeah. But, like, don't be, like, going out of your way to, like, do a gift. No. I agree. I think acknowledge it. But, like, don't put any pressure on yeah. it. Okay. Very interesting question. 
Should you bring your significant other to plans you make with your friends? Well, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. so I've struggled I, with that a yeah. lot. Um, I guess I can, when I, when I think about whether or not I should, partially it, it sort of helps and doesn't help that my significant other is in the same, same peripheral circle as my mm -hmm. friends. So it's like, like you are friends with Jackson. I am friends with Jackson. So that makes me intuitively think, oh, I can just bring him whenever because we're all friends. Mm -hmm. But that then can get you into some hot water. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think... <laughs> this is a silly subject to be talking about. Um, I mean, I think that it depends on the situation. Yeah. Where, like, I agree, like, Jackson is a very good friend of mine. Yeah. And I like hanging out with him, and it makes sense for us to hang out together. But not I think, all the time. I think the rule of thumb is, like, think about the contacts. Like, have you seen this friend one-on-one -on -one in a while? Mm -hmm. If no, then maybe, like, don't bring them. Mm -hmm. um, ask. Like don't assume yeah. that it's okay that they just show up because yeah. I think that like catches people off guard totally um maybe don't like don't invite them along until you've like asked Confirmed the friend it with yeah because the then that also gets weird I think yeah just like if you're wondering like ask and I mean that can also if put the you're friends asking, in a weird yeah if you're asking this question it probably means that you've been bringing your significant other along too much well, the person who asked the question has not been. Oh, I see. But okay, it was I feel like we've if, been if, talking okay. about. If you're thinking about it, chances are, see that person one on one more. Yeah, agreed. I think like use discretion. Yeah, like or honestly, just bring like especially if it's like a close friend. Mm -hmm. Like like full disclosure, like that sort of similar thing happened in the fall, and Liv was just like. Hey, like, I feel like I haven't seen you one-on-one -on -one recently. Like, let's just do something one-on-one. -on -one. Like, yeah. no beef with Jackson. Right. And, like, that's just how you broach it. And, like, obviously, exactly. like, I didn't take it at all badly. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, of course. Yeah. And it no, was exactly. fine. Definitely. So I think it is tough when you're all friends because mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, like, we'll all just hang out just together. Just for convenience's sake. Exactly. But, yeah, I think, again, think about the, the context. Like, have you been hanging out with this person one-on-one? -on -one? Hey. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good question, and I think it does depend on the situation. Especially, like, I feel like in college, like, that's, like, a very common thing where, like, oh, we're all friends with him, but, like, not, like, you know what I mean? And it's, like, <laughs> Jackson did just text me, am I uninvited from girls' night? No. What girls' night? I don't know what girls' night you're talking about, but you're not uninvited. It depends on the girls' night. I mean... We're not having any girls' nights. Our nothing is planned, shut down. but... I mean, to be fair, if it if the name is Girls' Night, then maybe you weren't invited. Remind to begin me of your gender again. That's what I thought. This, this is for girls only. So, like, if yeah, if you're if you like, if I were to be going out to drinks with all of my girlfriends mm -hmm. and I brought Jackson, that would be weird yeah. because I was like, it's like TM Girls' Night. But again, right. it's just like discretion and boundaries yeah. and asking the group of people whether they're comfortable with that other person coming. And it usually has nothing to do with the other person, and it just has to do more with, like, who you want to spend time yeah, with. Yeah, I think also thinking day. about, like, if you've been spending all of your time with your significant other, and then you make plans with friends, maybe, like, oh, okay, like, this is my time with friends. Yeah. All of my other time is with my significant other. Yeah. Like, maybe I separate those yeah. two a little bit more. Exactly. So, yeah, I think discretion and context. Yeah. Um, let's see. Hmm. Thoughts on a threesome when you're in a relationship? Ooh, that's a really good question, because I have been in a threesome outside of a relationship mm -hmm. and in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, not a completed threesome in the relationship. And here's why. <laughs> I was uncomfortable with it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I thought I would be so down. This was back when I was in high school. Um, 
and I thought like I was I had a long-term boyfriend at the time and I thought it would be fun and just like for me it was not I started getting kind of just like insecure and I think like there's nothing wrong with it if, if all three parties are like down I personally like I would say, like, if you want to try it, fucking try it. And, mm-hmm. like, just know that, like, as with any other sexual encounter, you have the chance to back out at any moment. And you right. just have to, like, exercise that if you're uncomfortable, which yeah. is, like, what happened. No, I think that, personally, I know that I would probably have a really hard time with that. Yeah. Just, like, getting jealous or feeling, like, self-conscious in a way. Like, maybe yeah. if you're, like, really, really secure in your relationship. Yeah. Like, okay. But I think, I think it would be weird. Yeah. Again, it's, like, a personal decision that, like, you have to make. For me, I would say no, just knowing, like, how I am as a person. But, like, I've had, like, good conversations with one of my friends who is, like, in a relationship that is Mm non-monogamous. And so I think, like, for them, in that case, like, she would be much more comfortable doing that than, like, I would be. Yeah. Because the nature of their relationship isn't monogamous in the first place. Yeah. So that's very different. Yeah. All right. Worth trying. Worth trying. Always try it. Yeah, try everything once. Try everything once. Maybe. Um, okay. Um, how do you tell the difference between someone you want to get to know as a friend versus romantically? That's a really interesting question. I think that's something that I think about a lot. Yeah. Where it's like, when you hang out with some t- or someone, sometimes you click, but like there's not that like spark there, as cheesy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. And I think something that I like will think about is like, okay is that spark not there because I, like, you know, I met them for, like, an hour-long coffee and I don't know them as a person, or is the spark not there because it's actually not not there? there, And I think what I've realized, because there were a lot of times where I tried to, like, rationalize and be like, oh, no, but, like, they're so great. Like, I will like them eventually. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I seem to give them another chance. And that never goes well because then I end up kind of, like, leading them on. Mm -hmm. And, like, I know from the beginning that I'm not into them. Um, And so I think that, like, for me... If that spark isn't there to begin with, it's not going to come. Yeah. But no, that's fair. Like, I think it's like you have to give them a chance to a certain point. Agreed. And after a certain point, you're like, okay, just like accept the fact that like maybe you're not interested in them romantically, yeah. but like you respect them as a person and maybe you want to be friends and yeah. then like be upfront about that earlier on so it doesn't like turn into a thing. Yeah. That's, that is hard. I will say, I think I've fallen in love with a lot of, like, I, in all of my serious relationships, Mm -hmm. I have always been friends with the person first. Mm. And I think, like, for me, distinguishing, there's always, like, something more there. Even when you are friends, you can tell that, like, something is going to happen. Or that, like, there's something that that you want it to happen on your end. Like... I think, like, like I'll, like, I'll give the example that I've, like, given before where I thought, like, Jackson and Olivia were flirting <laughs> at a party, which, like, obviously they weren't. They weren't. But they were just, like, having a very engaging conversation, and it was, yeah, like, I was just... because we're good friends. Because you're good friends. I know. I'm just saying, but watching that from across mm-hmm. the room, it, no, like, definitely. just looked... And I was, like, oh. And then I felt something, and I was, like, oh. Like, hmm. Hmm. So you're welcome. I'm upset about this. You're welcome. Why am I upset about this? There must be something more at stake. Yeah. And so I think it's, like... It's kind of hard to parse out, as always, especially mm-hmm. in queer relationships. Oh, yeah. That is so difficult. With, like, like with, I can't speak to, like, m- men. men, but, like, in my experience as, like, someone who, like, like is queer and has, like, mm-hmm. hooked up with some of her friends, it's, like, just... <laughs> yeah. Some of them. <laughs> some of them. Some friends. But you know what I mean? It's, like, like I was just talking to, to Sage about this the other day, mm-hmm. but, like, when you, when you are in the closet or when you're not mm-hmm. out or when you're trying to figure out, you are hyper aware of your female oh, relationships yeah. and friendships. Yeah. 
especially with like physical boundaries and stuff. Like I remember like one time a girl sat on my lap in high school and I was like, <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I was like sh- shaking. I was like, oh my God, is this normal? Is this what normal girls do? Am I normal? Is mm-hmm. this like, is mm-hmm. can I do this to my friends? Is this right. weird? Is this, yeah. I get home. And so I think that adds a whole nother level of like, like what is appropriate, especially because female friendships are so intimate and so touchy right. in a way right. that like, yeah, and so it's just even weirder to parse out. So yeah. that sucks. No, it's <laughs> sucks to be hard. gay. <laughs> it's difficult. I feel like a lot of those feelings are sometimes the same. Yeah, but I agree. There is always that like little underlying thing. Yeah, and then going back to like as you said, you like the people that you've dated have been your friends first. Yeah. I feel like for me, I'm just so against ever like starting anything with a friend mixing business and pleasure yeah i got it <laughs> and like i think i've taken a very hard stance to like i i don't i like don't feel comfortable doing that with friends just because mm. i feel like if there's even that like level of like ambivalence then it's not going to end well yeah and so i think for me i like i would never really like think to like i don't know pursue a friend so we're never gonna date we're never you and i sorry to break it to you damn like it you hear it here first fuck <laughs> That was my long con. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. nah. The long game. End game? The end game. But no, um, I, I actually like think you and I would be terrible at a relationship, I, we would be to awful. be quite honest. We would be awful. I think that would be really bad. <laughs> I think we would fight a lot. I think so, too. I think, I think we're inherently incompatible as, as romantic as partners. As partners. As best friends. It's different. It's different. It's different. But, yeah, I mean, like, exactly. That brings up a good point. Sometimes your friends aren't compatible as romantic partners. And that's, no, exactly. like... exactly. And that's okay. And it's scary, because then if you risk it, you lose both a friend and a partner. Right. Yeah. So it's higher stakes, definitely, but also can be much more like I found that like my romantic relationships with people that I've been friends with first have been a lot more fruitful because mm. we have this shared understanding of each other. Not to say that just like meeting someone in a romantic context for the first time can't be fruitful. Right. Just for me, everything's shaken out thus far that it's been like this. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Another question. Okay. Um, thoughts on the exclusive before dating phase? Um, exclusive before dating. I mean, I think, like, is it like, is it like, do you sit down and you have a conversation and say, are we exclusive? Mm-hmm. Or is it sort of like an inherent mutual agreement that we're exclusive? I think it's more of like the, like, having a conversation, mm-hmm. like, we're exclusive. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that is something that usually comes before dating, where you're like, you've been hooking up yeah. for a while and you're like, okay, like, are you seeing other people? Like, I'm not I'm seeing not, other people. Yeah. And I feel like that even comes, like, it can be in the context of, like, sexual health. Of, like, yeah. yeah, totally. Like, do you like, have any other partners? Should I be getting tested? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think that, like, that's an easy way to bring that up. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, the step before dating. Be yeah. Like, okay, like, we're kind of committing to each other, but, like, we're not putting a label on it, but we're not seeing other people. I think there's pros and cons to putting labels on things. As someone mm-hmm. who's a little bit scared of labels, mm-hmm. I get it. And, like, oftentimes it feels like when you're putting a label on it, you can jinx it. Yeah. But it's, like, if you're chronically exclusive with someone and not dating at yeah. that point... Then, yeah. At that point, it says more about, like, like what is stopping you from dating. Right. And that's something you need to think about. Agree. If you find yourself in these situations, like, a lot, and you don't end up dating them... Yeah, then it's, like, why? Like, why? You're, you're kind of getting, like, the functional aspects of a partner, like, a boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever, without the like actual labor or like emotional labor yeah like yes exactly yeah so i think that is a really good point 
think, think it's like depends on it's like it depends on frequency. If it's like yeah. you're, you're in because everyone goes through one of those phases before you start dating someone. But if you find yourself constantly stuck at that mm-hmm. point in the in the in the yeah. phase, see, I find myself constantly not stuck in that. Yeah, where every conversation I have is like, mm, okay, so we're not exclusive. Right. But I feel like there are certain people that like I know that are like constantly in yeah. the exclusive but not dating right, right. era, which or, is like, very interesting. Which you think as says more who, about that person? You once described me as. Um, notoriously unexclusive notoriously unexclusive and that just like lives rent free in my brain sometimes and you know what it's not a bad thing no not at all it's not a bad thing I would rather be notoriously unexclusive than be in the exclusive purgatory agreed agreed yeah yeah but, you know, maybe it'd be fun to experience that sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. It There's is pros and is. cons to both. Agreed. But I think that is interesting. I think that's very much like like a, a function of hookup culture. Yeah. Okay. Bite the bullet. Date. Just, just if you're like, if you're only seeing one person and it's been a while, like, what? Like, what does that say about you, you and not wanting to perform emotional labor with that person? Yeah. Yeah. Just a thought. Um, no hate, though. No hate. Should people ever stay with their high school boyfriend or girlfriend? No, 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 no. I feel so strongly passionate about this. I will die on this hill. I agree. It's it's like you're not a fully formed person in high school. You will be emotionally stunted for life. For life. Did we just talk about this? Yes. Like I am all for having a relationship in high school mm. it was very, very like it was a very formative relationship I've learned a lot from it I'm forever grateful for the time that we spent together mm-hmm. the worst mistake I could have ever made was getting back together with him in college yeah. and like I like we are friends like we are on good terms now like I have a lot of like love and respect for him mm-hmm. we should not have gotten back together no because I think it's also like people change so much when they come to college like yeah. you become more of a real person here yeah and, like, holding on to that past version of yourself, like, it can't be healthy. Yeah. Like, I firmly believe that, like, once you get to college, you have to, like, live in this moment and immerse yourself in yeah. this experience. Yeah. And, like, even, like, after college, like, going out into the real world, I think... Ditto. I fully believe that it's really valuable to, like, enter the world Single. as an individual. Yeah. And not have this other person that you're, like... Structuring your life Exactly. Because it's, like, you're you're basically like a real person for the first time like yeah. you're out in the world you're not having the safety net you're kind of figuring out who you are in like a larger context yeah so like i don't know i think it's important to kind of do that with yourself as your focus and not no splitting your time with someone else i also think even if like in the rare situation that you and your high school partner go to the same college mm-hmm. i don't think you should be together at least at first yeah give yourself time to figure out who you are within the context yeah. of the situation without defining yourself, like, via them. Agreed. And I also think, like, I don't know, for a long time I held on to this high school relationship and was like, oh, I really miss him. I really miss him. Like, I was, mm. like, I was hung up. I was down in the dumps about it. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't miss him. I miss, like, the part of myself that is the old, like, the part of myself that is still 18 misses him. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, you have to understand that, like, if you, like, being apart from him, like, like let me like grow into a different person and I think like if I was still with him like I wouldn't like I would still just be perennially 18 in a way right um and that would suck no exactly I would hate to be perennially 18 you don't want to hold on to that part of your life more than you have to and I'm not saying that you can't grow with a partner obviously you can grow with a partner and that's what a good relationship is you're growing Mm -hmm. with your partner but I think there's something about like you need to you need to be a little ran through to be like a you fully do. fledged person you need to be a little ran through no exactly i feel like 
you need to have these experiences that build character and like yeah i'm i fully believe that like every experience you have like makes you learn something about yourself and what you want yeah and so if you if you only experience that with one person, yeah. then you're getting a very narrow view of who you right. are. Even like, if you are fighting, even if you are changing, even if you right. are growing, it's always in relation to the other person. Right. You need to grow independently of right. anyone else. You yeah. need to just be thinking about yourself and what's going on with you. Agreed. I think, you know, if you end up getting together again later in life, like, so be it. that is great. Like, amazing, happy yeah. for you. But, yeah. like, I think you need to take that time. Yeah to be your own person and kind of figure things out without this like anchor to your past totally or in the past or in the past no I completely agree and it's like the same I think I honestly think the same thing goes for like like any 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 long-term relationship is like if you've Mm -hmm. been in that long-term relationship for long enough like at this age at this at this age exactly like I don't have beef with like long-term monogamy that is not what I'm trying to say but you are 20 22 20 like you could like be, yeah like if you've been with the same partner since you were like one of my dear dear friends from home mm-hmm. has been with his girlfriend since eighth grade that is crazy and to i me. think i love him to bits and pieces beef if you're listening i think you're emotionally stunted we can talk about it but i think you are it's just like picturing myself in eighth grade like <laughs> sorry ew just like, like ew no i was such a different person i was like yeah it's crazy to me that like, thinking back to, like, who my friends were, like, yeah. what I thought I wanted. Like, I was a completely different person in eighth grade. Yeah, because you were, like, 14. I was, yeah. You're not even a fully-fledged person. Like, I that had is just the issue become with a Jewish school. woman. Right, like... like <sighs> no, I know. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> All right, we've got, we've got time for a couple more questions. Um, do we have a lot more, or did we cover Not that many. Did you okay. get any? Um, I got one from Jackson, but okay. I just texted him back. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't even a question. It was more just Ramsey in relation to the high school ex uh, question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. This is an interesting question. Okay. When is love not enough? Damn. That's a... Whew. Bars. Well. Well. Love is not enough when you are severely, severely depressed. Mm. And or just like struggling with like personal shit in your life outside of that relationship yeah like just bringing up my high school ex again take a shot every time i do on the show (laughs) but it's literally but it's it's important it's important because like like for example like i like we loved each other very much Mm -hmm. and like i don't think at any point in our relationship at least on my end i didn't love him yeah um and we broke up and, like, love was not enough to keep us together because I was, like, going through a really profoundly difficult part of mental health and he was going through a profoundly difficult mental health crisis in his life mm-hmm. and, you know, what, like, the hour and a half drive just was, like, a little too much and it was, like, like we broke up in it. Like, no, like, we didn't break up because we didn't love each other. Right. Um, and I think, like, in that sense, like, it just wasn't enough to keep us together. Um, yeah. And that goes for, like, a lot of distance relationships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, when, you know, you move after college to a different city than your significant right. other, you, you can love them very much. Like, all of my breakups, I think, writ large, all of my, like, serious breakups have not happened because we fell out of love with each other. Mm-hmm. Have just happened with the external forces being too much for, yeah. like, the strain of love, you know? Yeah. I think that, like... I don't know if that was the question. No, I think that was. I think you can still love someone, but the relationship maybe doesn't serve you. Yeah. Like, if 
if the verbatim from my ex-boyfriend, by the way, this is not (laughs) serving me. (laughs) Like, I think that you can still definitely love someone, but it can, if it's not a net positive experience, then that is not enough. Like, if it is causing you more stress than it's worth, more time than it's worth, more energy than it's worth, then like, just because you love them does not mean that it's a good situation for you to be in. Yeah. And also, may I remind you that when Bell Hooks talks about love in 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 her book all about love Mm -hmm. love is not first of all a noun second of all not Mm -hmm. like a unit like the practice of love is like she like mentions like six separate like things that goes into like like and i think like when you think about like love is like an overly simplistic thing like Mm -hmm. that's kind of when you can fall into the trap of like oh like love will like whatever like fix it but like in reality like like the like engage like engaging in the act of love requires like Patience. It requires communication, requires whatever else she said in the book that I can't remember. But it's, like, mm-hmm. all of the... You have to have all... Like, it's a pretty high threshold. Yeah. But even then, sometimes it's not, like... An, you know what I mean? Like, like right. I think if you think of, like, oh, like, I love this person. But, like, are you thinking about, am I being, you know, compassionate to them? Am I being right. supportive of them? Am I being communicative with them? Am I blah, 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 blah with them? And, mm. blah, blah, blah. and like, maybe you're not. Maybe you don't have the full, the full spectrum of love. Right. Maybe you do. And it still might not be enough. But that's also yeah. another thing to think about. Yeah. Bars. These are really good questions. These are good questions. People are hitting deep. Guys. Wow. I'm sad a now. Lot to think, a I'm lot also to think a little about. sad. I'm like, I'm... should I call him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> speaking of, uh, on an ending note, speaking yeah. of love, the new um, Lucy Degas song. Yeah, Kissing Lessons. Really good. Really, really good. I've been listening to it a lot. It's making me like nostalgic for yeah. I don't know what a past you never a had. Past I never had. That's what good music does. It, yeah, I'll so be like, listening to like Sweet Home Alabama, but like sucking like, on chili woo. dogs. Like I was there. Literally, like the night they dribble Dixie down. I'm like I was there. So I was there. Confederate pride. I'm like no, no, no. Don't replay that no. clip. Mm-hmm. That taken out of God. <laughs> Definitely not. But like I agree, good music like yeah. puts you into a mindset that you don't actually have. Yeah. But yeah, so would would recommend if you're if you're. And I would just encourage people to think about, like, as as this as the holiday rolls around, mm-hmm. to think about all the different kinds of love they have in their yeah. lives, and to think about what what does a praxis of love look like, and and right. are you are you including s- self love? Right. We didn't talk about right. that at self-love. all, but like, well, we kind of did. But like, self love is the most important kind of love. I know. I got to get back on that train. Gotta, yeah. Because you know what? You can like, no one will love you unless you love yourself. Yeah. Or yeah. That's true. Agreed. Practice love. Be thoughtful. Be intentional. Buy everyone you love flowers. Um, or don't. Or don't. Because no material pressure. goods don't signify love. Mm-hmm. Um, but just think about, think critically about, like, what, like, a praxis of love means to you. And mm-hmm. and, and try to it. honor that, you yeah. know. Damn. Wow. We're so smart. <laughs> okay. We're just so smart We're just and cool so and smart and fun. And cool. Okay, if you see me out in public, just a reminder, I'm rebranding as, as public. <laughs> Okay, see you next week. Re-entering the Panopticon. Bye. Do I pause?